0: Welcome to Kickback with Chris, Martial Arts Podcast. Good morning everybody, I hope you're well, hope you're enjoying the football at the moment. Um, now I'm recording this podcast, actually I'll say this now, I'm recording this podcast Wednesday morning. Um, so by the time this goes out, the fate of England will be sealed. So it's either really good right now or really bad right now. Uh, but whichever way it is, I hope you're still having a great day. Um, so later on today, we're going to be chatting to Mr. Lee Charles, um, world champion martial artist, instructor, uh, actor, screen fighter. Um, this guy does loads of different things. Um, so we're going to have a good chat with him. But late, uh, sorry, before then, I want to go through uh, things that have been going on uh, over the past week. Uh, news you guys have been sharing with me, and that sort of thing. Um, so starting off... Okay, let's start off with some movie news, okay? Um, so there has actually been little bits of information starting to drop on the internet um, about a Mortal Kombat movie reboot that's going on. I know it's the whole reboot thing. It's, uh, it's a popular thing at the moment. But this is one I'm particularly interested in, especially given the success of the Mortal Kombat web series, If uh, for those of you that have seen it. Um, so the the news has been that uh, James Wan has been signed on as producer for the Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat reboot Um, and they've also listed um, all the different characters that they're going to be involved now I'm not going to go through the complete list what I'll do is I'll put the uh, the link to the article in the show notes but interestingly enough it does look as though they're going to be introducing a new character by the name of Cole Turner and the description says uh, lead male 30s a brand new character is the Mortal Kombat franchise Cole is struggling and widowed boxer who cares more about his young daughter than anything else He's incredibly determined and refuses to quit in the face of, uh, it says, fantastical adversity. That's a good descriptive. But, um, yeah, it sounds like they're going to be focused, moving the focus away um, from Liu Kang and the other characters um, more towards this new character, of this Cole Turner. So, that's an interesting one um, to keep an eye on. Why I'm going to re- really quickly say before I carry on as well, if you hear any noises in the background... I don't know about where you guys are right now, but here it's super hot today. So I've actually got the window open in the office. So if you can hear any sort of passing screaming kids, um, cats fighting, jets flying over, that sort of thing, um, that's because I've got the window open because I'm actually cooking in here. Um, so moving on. Now, uh, I've had some um, bits sent to me this week, which is cool. This is, this is exactly what we want for the podcast, people sending in information uh, about events they've got on. Now, uh, Mr. Duncan now... I'm going to get this wrong again. Because I've already said his name once. It's either McKevoy or McKevoy. So it's anyway. We'll start with Duncan. <laughs> he sent me a link uh, to a really interesting looking event that he's got going on called um, the Paradoxes of Defense. Okay. Um, so I'm going to just go down to the description here. Um, it says a seminar using the teachings and principles of 16th century fight master George Silver. Uh, we will show how these principles, written down nearly 500 years ago apply and then it says in brackets in his words to all manner of fights um so this sounds like a really really interesting one um the details of the price and everything are on there um it lists the event has been on sunday august the 5th at 10 till 4 um in liverpool so again i'll i'll put all the details set in the show notes so you can check that one out okay so moving on the next one okay this is interesting one um A while ago, this Facebook group popped up um, called the, well, the listing is FBMA, Friendly Bunch of Martial Artists. Now, I'll be 100% honest with you guys as always on this podcast. When I first saw this this Facebook group pop up, and this is no reflection of the people who run this one, by the way, I will say that, um, I just um, initially thought, oh, it's another Facebook group. Another Facebook group to add to the millions that are already out there. This is not going to do anything. But to be fair to the guys, they've actually done a really, really good job with this, this group. And as, it is, as the description says, a uh, friendly bunch of martial artists. Um, the whole sort of ethos and, and thinking behind this one is to sort of posit- positively promote and discuss martial arts. And these guys have got all sorts of things going on in this group. Um, so if you're, if you're interested in getting along, uh, check out the show notes. The link will be in there. Um, but yeah, these got they've, they've organised workshops. Um, they're trying to, uh, look, looking through all the various things they've got going on. They're organising um, online training, um, all sorts of really really cool positive stuff. So um, oh, and they let me they let me advertise my things as well, which is which is always cool. But no, um, go there, check it out. There's there's always something going on. Discussions to be had. And as this, as as the group name suggests, it's a friendly bunch of martial artists. Um, so moving on now, the next one we're going to be talking about um, on the 22nd of July, um, there is a very another awesome uh, workshop going on called uh, Celebrating the Life of a Legend, uh, Alfie Lewis in Search of Excellence seminar. Um, now this is going to be going on, I say it, on the it's on the 22nd of July, and this one's taking place in Cheshire. Um, again, details are in the show notes, um, but it's from from looking at the the website, uh, it's going to be a collection of um, and of world champions and direct students under Alpha plus special guests. Um, so uh, definitely a good one to check out, this one. Uh, as I say, the uh, the information is in the show notes, so if you want to go and check that one out there, that would be cool. Um, I actually had a message from Lucci, the organiser of the Kaizen show. Um, he sent me the link to the uh, 2019 Expo details. Um, so if you want to go and check that out, the, obviously it's still early days, uh, but you can... Um, like the page so they have obviously as, as announcements of guests coming up and I've, from what I've seen as well there's some really big guests planned this is a big big step up is this one so um if you're interested if you've been to the previous ones or if you heard me talking about it before and you're interested in getting involved hopefully I'll be there teaching again Lucha's already promised me the roof uh this year uh, for, <laughs> for those of you that are not in on the joke on that one uh, basically, what happened was, and um, the first year, my seminar sort of overspilled the small area that we had. Uh, so this year, we arranged to go to be on a bigger area, um, and then that was actually too small again, um, which is really good. It's really nice that everybody supported my workshop. Um, so it was walking past in Lou, and Luke said, "Oh, next year we'll give you the roof." Um, so yeah, you might need some ladders if you want to come and do my workshop at Kaizen in 2019. But no. Um, Joking aside, the event details are all in there. Again, I'll add the information into the show notes if you want to go and check that one out. Um, The final one that we've got, I believe, looking at my list, um, Mr Neil Kirkland, who we had on the the other week, uh, speaking about Adaptive Martial Arts UK and Ireland, They've got a... This sounds. Like, this is an interesting name. I hope I say this right. It's uh, Gavin Richardson's Wallop Workshop, or Wallop, I suppose it is. Um, and this one's going to be at Cambridge Kung Fu in Cambridgeshire, obviously. Um, and this this one, again, sounds like a really good one. Then now, uh, it, the the details here, I'll just read the first line. Uh, founder and senior instructor of Shogo Ryo Karate. Say that one carefully. Uh, JKD instructor... Uh, So there's going to be all sorts of practical stuff going on here. But what's really good about this workshop is it is going to be fully inclusive with it being through the uh, Adaptive Martial Arts UK and Ireland. So uh, one for everybody, this one. So uh, go check it out in the show notes. uh, The link will be there for you to get through to the Facebook group. Um, So um, another thing we... just neglected to realize until this morning is this is actually episode 10 we made it to episode 10 how cool is that one um and we've been getting all sorts of nice messages over the last week from people and just giving me feedback about their experiences with the podcast and and that is for me, it's great motivation uh, because this obviously this is still very very early days for the podcast. Although our listenership now is is, is into the thousands, it's still very small in the grand, grand scheme of things. Um, and we're, you know we're, we're trying to build this up organically uh, over time. So um, rather than throwing lots of money at, at, at advertising for it, we're we're sort of picking up picking up new uh, supporters and subscribers slowly over time. Um, so, yeah, hearing back from you guys, is, it's always really, really nice. And especially when we had somebody, uh, somebody message to say that um, they, they listen to us on a Friday evening on their way home from work, a, a journey that they used to loathe, used to hate. Now now they actually quite enjoy it because the length of the podcast sort of corresponds with the length of their journey. So they look forward to that journey home now. How cool is that? It's so nice to know um, that we're having that sort of positive Uh, impacting people's lives in that respect uh, without wanting to sound too soppy obviously, but last week's episode with um, Mr McNally from the ITC, that also uh, prompted some nice messages from people saying that it was really nice to hear us discussing something um, that they feel directly affects them as well and and how it's nice for to hear people talking about that subject so again that's that's really cool to hear it's kind of one of the the primary goals for me setting up this podcast was to discuss those type of topics um so on to this week's uh, topic this is one again this is this is one that i've been thinking about recently now uh with these topics sometimes they are uh, suggested by you guys, the listeners, and sometimes it's just things that just pop into my head. Now, sometimes the one, this one today, is one of those ones where it's just it was in my head. And um, sometimes these ones are going to be sort of sort of ramblings, I suppose, <laughs> things that come into my head. And these are going to be ideas or thoughts that might change over time. It's just what I was thinking right now. And um, this one was actually initially prompted by a chat I had with uh, Mr. John McNally the last week. Now. Um, Just a little insider one for you here. Now, obviously, when we have the guests on, I do have a little chat with them before, a little bit, and then we go into the interview, and then sometimes we'll carry on chatting for a couple of hours afterwards as well. Yeah, a couple of hours. We just get talking. Uh, And Myself and John last week talked about all sorts of different things, not only in the interview, but after the recording itself. Um, And one of the things that we were discussing was my thoughts on my gradings, where I'm at with my training. Um, and I thought it was something that, obviously, I won't discuss in detail what we, we went through, because that was a private conversation, but this is just more my thoughts um, on on this on a similar subject. So, um, black belt gradings, Dan grades, and, and where I'm at with that right now, and I wondered if this is something that um, other people might think or, you know, you might disagree with, which if you do, you can let me know, that's absolutely cool. Um, but for me, uh, I remember being... I remember being an excited eight, nine, ten-year-old um, training in, in my Taekwondo class. And I remember um, looking at black belts and grades, and looking at them almost, you know, like untouchable uh, uh, sort of characters, I would say. Uh, but individuals, you know, I was like, you know, look at them and think, wow, will I ever be able to get that good? Will I be, ever be able to do those things? And then, if you sort of fast forward now, thirty something years, um, I'm currently a fourth dan fourth degree, however you want to term it, um, in in taekwondo in ITF taekwondo. Um, but I've not I've not graded now for quite some time. The last time I graded was in 2012, and I was chatting with somebody about this one. And, and for me personally, I it's hard to describe. It's not that I've lost I've not lost interest in my training, not at all, and certainly not in my teaching. Far from it. But me, personally, I I don't, at the minute, have any desire or sort of personal need to grade anymore. Um, And I don't... So it's again, it's a difficult one, this one, as I don't want to upset anybody with my comments, um, because I understand that there are still people out there that do hold their grades and their training in very high regard. And you quite rightly as well, because there are some people out there that, you know, lots of people that I know that I have massive respect for. But for me, the thing with it is, is it's not, sort of the grades for me now don't hold the same meaning that they used to. Um, now, before anybody jumps in and go, oh, that's because people are giving kids all these grades and stuff. I don't think, for me personally, that is the main reason. I mean, uh, I, if there is a, if there's a clear division between a junior black belt and an adult black belt, I don't really see the issue there. Um, I am all for kids um, for kids getting junior black belts. I, I don't see the problem as long as there's some sort of retesting process once they're old enough. Then I, I don't see why they shouldn't be able to earn that grade. But looking at it from an adult's um point of view with the adult gradings, <clears throat> I think now because the industry is so so much bigger compared to it well, when I was a kid in the eighties, you know, there were so so many fewer uh, black belts back then and down grades. Um now um I think what's happened is because the industry sorry, that's my iPad updating a million times. Um because the industry is so much bigger um and because the requirements are so much more diverse, I'm not going to use the word diluted. I don't want to say that. That's not necessarily right. But because the the the, the expectations and requirements now are the, the the average is so much bigger. Um, it's it's like you know, I I at 38 now, nearly 39. I'm a fourth degree, okay, and 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 if oh, I have to say the phrases carefully to not sound big headed or anything, but but. You know, sometimes I'll look at people sort of, tw- you know, 20 years young, 15, 20 years younger than me, that are higher grade than me, that don't necessarily have the same sort of level or skill set. And again, I don't want uh, to, I'm sure you understand what I'm trying to get across. It's not like a, I'm trying to say, oh, well, I'm better or anything. But it, it does, it, it makes me wonder, you know, do, I don't have a personal need to grade. So if I if I do progress any further, if I do grade any more, am I doing it just for some sort of um, comeback or praise from other people? And I've had it said to me, you know, oh, you really should grade more. You really should grade again uh, for the for the benefit of your own students. Um, but personally, I don't feel that that, that I think it's a, a little bit false because. I don't um when I say false, I don't mean false in that they're wrong false in that I feel like if I was to do that um it would it would just be it would seem somewhat wrong but almost like I'm lying to my students um <clears throat> and that will will would they genuinely have any more respect for me if I have another stripe on my belt um I certainly don't feel that I will have progressed in ability anymore because of that stripe. So, you know, it 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 is it's a really really difficult one. But you know, what thoughts do you guys have on this one? You know, uh, give me some feedback. Drop me a message, whichever. And if you want, look, and if you don't want to be mentioned by name, that's absolutely fine. I do understand that one. But how do you feel on this? You know, where do how do you hold downgrades and 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 degree ranks and that sort of thing now does it is it does it still have the same meaning for you you know Um, if it does great again i'm not judging anybody either way this is just my thoughts on this one um will i now remain a fourth degree forever i I really don't know um my opinion on this one might change next week in a year obviously these things are always ongoing um right now i have absolutely no need or 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 sort of desire to to, to, to grade anymore i 'm um, just happy in the training that I 'm doing six days a week. that for me is my my phone focus personally, and then obviously from my students point of view, knowing that i 'm putting my time into them to allow them to progress then then again, I am happy as well so anyway, so uh, moving on now we 're're going to just take a quick break for an advert and then we 're going to get straight into our interview uh, with mr. Lee Charles. You're listening to Kick Back With Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. Okay, so joining us on the line now, we have Mr. Lee Charles. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. I'm really Just been training, I believe, yeah?
1: Yeah, just finished in the gym, you know, get up up at four o'clock daily and I'm in the gym for five and make sure I get get everything done. So I've got the mornings to do things like this.
0: Wow, that's some serious commitment. Up at four o'clock to go training. Wow, that's. Yeah,
1: a... I think it's. Be, I think it's one of the things where you get as you get older, you seem to get up earlier. I don't know. My granddad used to have, it and I think it's passed down through the generations. It's now it's it's affecting me. <laughs> it's, it,
0: it hasn't hit me yet. That seriously, I'm going. And <laughs> by the way, and you even you even manage the four a.m. the morning after. What well the result that was last night?
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Yeah, so I, I, I've just I'm, I'm I'm off alcohol and stuff at the moment, so I've got I've got a lot of things to focus on over the next six months. So um so yeah, you know I I, I was out to the weekend for for my uncle stag doing. Right. I made sure that, that that was that was the last time I, I was going to touch alcohol and anything like that. So so I'm back back in the game, back focused, and I'm ready to go.
0: Fantastic. So um what I like to do with these interviews um, is just to. Help our listeners learn a little bit more about you as well. Um, so go right back to the beginning. So um, where you started out in your martial arts journey, and and perhaps why you got into it as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's the old cliche with me. Um, I watched a Bruce Lee film when I was five. I watched the the Big Boss, um, <laughs> and I just I just fell in love with it. You know, it just. Uh, I've become, i become that obsessed as a child. I used to pretend Bruce Lee was my uncle because my name is Lee and his name was Lee. <laughs> <Liam. laughs> That's brilliant. I, yeah, yeah. I used to tie it in. Everyone used to be like, yeah, but he's Chinese. And it, it just so happens, like, my, my uncle was based in Hong Kong, uh, with, with the army. So I actually had Chinese relatives. So I'm going I just used to blag, like, you know, blag it and stuff. Um, yeah, and I just, you know, my my journey started there. Um, the f- first time I ever trained, there was five. I did the Jiu-Jitsu class. Cool. Uh, in, a, in Bebbington. It was in like an old civic hall type thing. And then after that, I took up Shotokan Karate, which I always say was was my first martial art because the Jiu-Jitsu was sort of... Um, I, only, I only did a few sessions. And I, I started with Shotsukan And You know, I did, did Shotokan for about 12 years. Cool. Um, yeah, so, you know but there wasn't obviously when I was a child there wasn't that much around yeah. to be able to do there, there wasn't you know the, the, the variations of that, that are out there now to everyone and the different style of martial arts yeah. is just unbelievable absolutely you know when I was a kid when I was a kid it was either karate or judo yep. um, trying to find a, a a kung fu club as such you know yeah. you have to go like deep into the middle of, of like Chinatown or something like that and you know and it was a little bit far for, for, for us to go to um and then my dad, one of my dad's friends, uh, Master Brian McKinney, uh, oh, yeah. he started off, he, started, he opened up a, a Chinese martial arts club and I started doing Chinese martial arts when I was 14, I think it was.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, it was the same for me, I remember as a kid, we, there was taekwondo and judo. And uh, yeah. I remember my dad saying, You've got to pick one. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't play rugby. I, I didn't fancy Sunday mornings. It was, it was, I, I, yeah, it was trying to toughen, toughen me up a little bit. It was like, You've got to pick one. Uh, well, I like the look of the people kicking the other people. That's, let's go with that one. Um, but no, yeah, completely emphasize. For me, mine, mine was Tom Jones. It's not as exciting. As Bruce Lee. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I used to. I, I used to ask people because I had an Uncle Tom, so I was like, people go, yeah, oh, my uncle's Tom Jones, and people are like, well, really? I'm like, yeah, well, I wasn't lying.
1: As <laughs> genius, absolute genius. Not, yeah, you you not lying, but I was, I was I was I was telling fibs constantly. So, but, <laughs> you know, it, it seemed to work. So you know, for the for a short lived time when you were in. You were in a junior school. You were in primary school. It seemed to work for me. So.
0: Love it. My uncle's Bruce Lee. That's brilliant. I love that. Um, so obviously, over time, you, um, quite obviously from your from your history, your martial arts history, you, you very clearly got into it quite heavily. Um, culminates in in a, in a number of world championships, I believe.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I've, I've I've been quite lucky and blessed enough to win six world championships. You know, and um you know i, I never It was weird like because i sort of fell into kickboxing um obviously my, my love was 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 karate and was 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 chinese martial arts you know i started with shoe when i was 14 and stuff and i you know obviously from the bruce lee style. um and i just started competing and i sort of i sort of like getting punched <laughs> punched and kicked in the face which is really <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, like, uh obscene thing to like but um, I, I just seem to enjoy it I, I just I, I, you know I seem to have a, a niche for it mm. um, and I, as, as time progressed and stuff and you know I, I'm one of these people that I've, I've never been one to to give up so every time I got beat I didn't see it as losing i seen it as one step getting, one step getting closer to winning yeah and that's, that's probably a weird way of looking at things even as at a young, young age it was like okay so I've been beat again but I'm one step closer to winning and that's that's all I kept telling myself all the time. And I think you know, having that mindset and having having that um, that drive when I was younger, you know, it, I, you know, I always say to myself, "There's only so many times you can get beat before you stop getting beat."
0: Yeah, that's you
1: know, a- and that and that that's all happened. You know, that's that's you know i think I think in today's day and age and, and everything else, everybody gives up too quick, yeah you know the the mindset of everyone and the mindset of the, the way they are is just everybody wants everything now, yeah um but I think you know I grew up in a time where you had to work, you had to earn it, and you know i was I, I had to wait twelve years for my first black belt so yeah. you, know, yeah. you know it was it was a case of you know. If I can wait 12 years for my first black belt, then I can keep getting punched in the face until I win. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, um. it is true. It's a different age now, isn't it? It's very much, we're living in sort of like the, the sort of now, the instant generation where, you know, you, you turn on your iPad and you've got Netflix with every film in existence that instantly appears on your screen and uh, that that sort of it's, it's not the same with all kids and adults but it, 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 you're right it sort of has sort of infiltrated everything even martial arts you know um, I, I was the same I was 10 years to, to black belt so it's um, you know God, what do we sound like now a pair of old people complaining
1: I <laughs> I do, 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 do you know what though I think for me I mean I, it's like even now when I teach in my school I try and get the essence of how important it is for, for the students to understand yeah. that you know, it's a journey. Yes, yeah, everything that they're learning—it's a journey. It's not a race; it's a journey, mm-hmm. and it's not how quick you can get something or how quick you can achieve something. It's what you do in the process Absolutely to get right. there, and that—that that is the—that is the most important thing that I'm trying to—I'm trying to teach them and trying to get into the head. You know, and hopefully by doing that with them, then in, in in their own life, in their own life skills, and their own thing, their own thing that that that, that they come across, they can sort of um take that etiquette and bring it into into their own life you know so obviously when they when they meet heroes and when they meet barriers and stuff like that they yeah. don't give up they can keep pushing on and keep moving forward
0: that's yeah so so true uh so um over the obviously over the years um sort of i believe off the top of my head it was sort of around the uh some mid 2000s you've take you took the leap into the, the film industry and um, i just wondered if what what was that something that you always wanted to do, or um, did that... that...
1: I've, I've always been obsessed. I've been totally, totally obsessed with film. Um, you know, I, I worked in a video shop when I was 13. I sound like Tarantino, yeah. I love I it. Worked <laughs> sh- I, I worked in a video shop when I was 13. Um, I got a part-time in a video shop when I was in school. Um, and they basically just give me the keys to the shop. I was like 13, wow. 14. They were, they were like, yeah, you can cash up, you can lock up. I just knew everything about every film that come out. I knew about everything that was in there. I was obsessed with film. And I've always been obsessed with the film. Um, did I think I'd have the opportunity to, to do what I did? No. Um, oh, sorry, I had to do what I do? No. For me, um, I think it was around 2005, um, I made a trip to LA and I, I went, to, I went to LA. Um, and I basically just went on, on holiday. And when I was out, when I was out, out there, my main thing to do when I went to LA was to, to go and train at martial arts centers. Hmm. Because to me, it was sort of like, you know, growing up, you know, every martial art movie was based around LA or Hong Kong and you sort of like, so, when I got there, he was like a dojo on every corner and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my main, my main principle for me was to go to the Jets Center, to, to the Jets Gym. Uh, obviously, Benny the Jets at Does you know, he's been a hero of mine for many, many years and stuff. And I'd, I'd, emails and it was the old, it was the old email where, you know, like you had to wait for the phone calls to come call and yeah. it wasn't like instant email. So you'd email and then you'd get an e- email back about a week or two weeks later and stuff. So, so we've communicated, um, via email uh i don't know who i communicated with i've just communicated with with, with with the gym itself um so as soon as i landed in la i i got to my hotel picked up the phone <laughs> rang the jets jets gym straight away and i was like listen i've just landed in la I've been and they're like yeah yeah no problem come down tomorrow brilliant so so for me uh i i, I went i went to i went to the to the jets gym um and i just i just did some training and stuff and i sort of got um I felt like I was getting interviewed by by the staff that were there. Huh. They they give me some stuff. You know, like it was just the questions they were asking. I was thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of they're sort of feeling me out, sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So well, they they give me they give me some stuff to be able to train and stuff because I didn't I didn't see to be honest. I went there. I didn't take me gloves because didn't want to look like one of these tourists <laughs> that just rocks <laughs> up with this gym bag and yeah. you know like all arrogance. Yeah. I have gone to train in the gym and so I literally just got in the cab and went with nothing. And they were like, have you got your gear? I was like, well, I didn't bring it because I didn't want to come across as a little bit arrogant mm-hmm. and stuff. I wanted to, you to feel me out first and me to feel. So basically they took me to the, the jet store at the back of the up at the back of the gym, kitted me out with some kits, gave me some gloves and stuff. And I just went in a bag room and the bag room is like set off from the, from the main room. So we're going to the bag room, hitting the bags and stuff. And then Benny's wife, uh, Sarah, she Sarah, uh, she knocked on the window, I opened the window, um, and I, and I was speaking to her. And then I felt like I was getting interviewed again, it was so weird. <laughs> and then I was like, she so she introduced herself and I was like, Oh my god, I just mean speaking to Benny the Dead's wife. So I'm like this like <laughs> kid who's just walked into like the biggest toy store in the world. <laughs> Brilliant. And it's just like he's just massively over overwhelmed by everything that's going on. So uh, you know, a couple of minutes go by, she knocks on the window again, and she's she was like, Hey Lee, she she said, I've just been on the phone to Sensei Benny. Um he's on his way back and he really wants to meet you. So at this point, I'm like stood there and I'm like, Benny the Jet wants to meet (laughs) me. I'm like, (laughs) how do I keep how do I actually keep my cool knowing that Benny the Jet's coming back to like meet me? So carried on training for a bit, went in, got showered and stuff, and come out. And sure enough, you know, um, Sensei Benny come in, come over, hug me, introduce himself, sat down, um, and I think we talked for about two hours. We, We talked for a long time and. You know, we just—he was getting to to know who I was and getting to know about about me and stuff. And and the thing with with Sensei Benny and Sensei Sherry is they're really really good judgy characters. You know, mm-hmm. they you know they they just sense like good decent honest people. And you know they surround themselves by these people and they're they're a real. I I feel that you know they've they've had a massive impact in my on my life personally yeah. since I met them. So at the end of the conversation, it was just—it was that weird. <laughs> at the end of the conversation, I just thought, "Oh yeah." So we got a couple of pictures, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And he goes, "So what, what are you doing, master in LA?" And I was like, "I don't know. Not, I haven't really thought about it. You know, obviously I want to come down here and train, and I said probably just do the tours and thing." So we shouts to the guy on the reception, Cody, and says, "Blah well, blah blah, like write this address down, write the address down for tomorrow." So he gives me this address, and I was like. And he goes, be here for nine o'clock tomorrow. And I was like, I didn't even ask what it is. I was like, if Benny the Jets tell me to be somewhere for nine o'clock tomorrow, I'm going to be there. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so he, he gives me this address and I'm just like, and I sat there and I was just like, I mean, I was, I was, at the time I was with, with, with my girlfriend, um, who I was with at the time. She's like, how come you didn't ask where it was? And I'm like, if Benny the Jets asking i'm just going to so, so i'm like just come with me <laughs> just just let's let's just wing this and let's just to see what happens um so anyway i turned up on santa morica and fairfax uh about quarter to nine the next morning and uh i was at the lee strasberg um yeah in, in in la so and and then i proceeded to do do some training i did, I did a course with benny and that's when that's when I, I, I sort of fell in love with with film if you like yeah. um you know, just that—that that was my first taste of, of 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 acting and and learning, learning the, the acting trade and stuff. Yeah. Um. And then what? Once my once my trip was finished in LA, um, Sensei Benny turned around and and said to me, he said, you know, now you 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 one of my students, you're one of my international students, you're one of my representatives, and you passed on my stunt team. Wow. And I just thought, and I I, I know, I, I was like, and I thought, Do you know what? You know, it's really nice for him to say this, and I didn't think nothing of it. You know, I just thought, you know, it's really nice for him to say this, and and Tans to thinking me like this, and you know, and it, you know, it's a nice gesture to to say the things that he's saying. I was like, thanks. So then, obviously, after after LA, I went to I went to Vegas, and then I went up to Seattle to visit Bruce Lee's grave and stuff, and and then I come back to the UK, and I think I was back in the UK for about, I think it was only I was only in the UK, back at back at home within the UK for about two weeks. Um, and I was at home and, and the phone went, and my, my house phone went and, um, and the, the girl who was with at the time she's like, Lee, it's for you. And I was like, who is it? She was like, Benny. And I went, Benny, who? <laughs> I was like, I know. You know, and she's like, Sensei Benny. And I was like, Sensei Benny? Like on the phone, like to in my house, he's phoning me. So anyway, I got on the phone and he's like, he sort of turned around to me, he's like, you know, what are you doing for the next couple of months? And I was like, Well, you know, apart from work, nothing I said, but, you know, I can, I can take some time off work and sort of get everything sorted out. And he, he's like, okay, he said, uh, we're making a movie with, uh, with John Cusack in the UK. Um, we want you to be part of it. Wow. And then, and then that was it. Literally, that was it. You know, he, he, he introduced me to film and, you know, I managed to, I managed to, to, to do a couple of films with, with Mr. Cusack. Um, I was his assistant trainer and stuff. Wow. I was, I was, yeah it was just it was, it was it was it was one of the most like it's one of them stories that like you sort of you tell people and everyone sort of like really and it was just you know it was just that opportunity and taking that chance to 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 go and to be there
0: and wow. to introduce yourself so you just, think about it how different your life would be right now if you hadn't have taken that holiday
1: yeah yeah, it, just, it I just, I don't even know, I mean, at the time I was working, I was I was a police officer at the time.
0: Oh, wow, really? Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was a police officer, and I actually quit the police to, to pursue that, because they wouldn't give me the time off. Right. Uh, and and I just thought, you know what, someone's, I've been put in front of Sensei Benny, and Sensei Benny's given me this massive opportunity, you know, and I know life's going to be hard, because <laughs> you don't have the, you, do, you don't have the stability, and you don't have the... Mm-hmm. yeah. But but I was like, I only get one chance at this. I only get one opportunity. You know, you, you only get one opportunity to to chase and live your dream. And you know, my You know, and and I know this is that ironic, but from the minute I from the minute I watched that Bruce Lee movie, I wanted to be Bruce Lee.
0: I know what you mean. You know, yeah.
1: And so it was like, so so for me, I was like, this is my path. That's not my path. What I'm doing there that that was just that was that was that you know where everyone does stuff to be stable and to be comfortable and yes. have that and you know people settle i didn't want to settle I'm not a settler yeah. you know i'm i'm i am i am i have got too much drive i've got too much ambition i've got i've got you know um uh, you know i like i like to do things that i want to do and mm. you know and and whatever's been put in front of me, whatever goals have been put in front of me, whatever, whatever hurdles have been put in front of me, I've always sort of tried to overcome them as best I can to, to achieve what I did. And to so have this opportunity to, sort of, to work on a film and stuff and, you know, to, to, to be alongside, you know, Mr. Cusack. And, you know, I've managed to, to, spar with him. We've done, we've done quite a lot of sparring sessions and training sessions. And it was just, it was just a, a, a surreal experience that I thought, Do you know what? You know, even if I have to go and work at McDonald's after all this this finishes, and you know, and it doesn't work out, and and things don't pan out the way I want it to, I've done what I wanted yes, to do. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And and that's what mattered to me. And I think a lot of people are scared of taking of taking that chance. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm following the dream. You know, you, you, you if you if you've if, right, if you if you've got something that you're that passionate about and that you've got that much desire for, it's sort of you know just chase it, just keep going. You know because like it's, like I said before there 's only so many times you can get punched in the face before you start winning yeah so.
0: absolutely a brilliant <laughs> story i mean i yeah, I can empathize with that a little bit. I remember the 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 first opportunity I got to work in in uh, Hong Kong and China, and I remember uh, the, it was one of these one of these situations where you know um, you've, you have to pay i had to pay basically i had to I had to pay for my it was so last minute I had to sort of pay for everything. To then get it back at the end, you know, in, in obviously yeah. form a payment and and whatnot. But I remember just sitting and looking at the the, the price of the flights, and and looking and thinking, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> I haven't got yeah. this. I haven't got this money. Um, I, but but this is something I've always wanted to do. And I remember paying it and then taking getting the flight and then standing there on set. And I remember, I remember them counting down. Um. Uh, 3, you know, three, two, one action and I'm thinking, and as they were counting down it was almost in slow motion and I'm thinking yeah. this is what I've waited to do then all of a sudden I, oh shit I need to remember someone's swinging a sword at me right <laughs> 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 uh. snap back here we go but yeah and I still rem- even now I can still you know recall that moment yeah. and thinking this is this is this is what I want to do and you know, I, you know and it all you know you know exactly what I mean all the hours you put in all the yeah. training you put in Just- and it's you know yeah, pe- it happens. I think
1: I, th- I think people only see it, it's sort of like you know. um <coughs> uh, honestly, I also think as a saying, everybody pisses the weak. Jealousy after her and, mm. and 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 but they don't like and and that, like that's one of my favorite sayings. I've got it tattooed on me, and I love the the keeping it about what he's saying. It's also like people would look at the likes sort of you doing that or me doing something or you know anyone else. Like I'm, I'm being on film or having opportunities to be on film, and and everyone's sort of like quick to say something about it or anything, but you don't see them tireless hours of you know yeah. hard work, perseverance. This, I mean, the sacrifices alone that you have to make, you know, in terms of you know the stuff with your family, the stuff with your jobs, you know, I give up a career, yes. I, I give up, I give up probably the most stable job in this country. Mm. <laughs> To you know, to 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 chase a dream, and it's just sort of like, you know, them them sacrifices that 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 certain people are willing to make to pursue pursue their their dream and to and pursue their, their career and stuff. It's like you know, I think people need to, to understand the hard work and and the dedication and and the the perseverance and stuff that it takes to get to a certain point. You know, I mean, even now, you know, it's it's also like you you know, you're you're like me. You know, you're sitting here waiting for the next phone call, you're waiting sitting here for you know, it's you know, it, it's it's not all Hollywood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know we both know that. We both know it's hard work. In the in the process and the time between between different films, you've got to stay fit, you've got to stay able, you know. That's what motivates me to get up in the morning. That I'm I'm my boy, you know. Yeah. I have a have I have a my boy. Because, you know, I want my boy to have my life but better.
0: Does That's, that make sense? Yeah, absolute, absolutely, absolutely.
1: You know, so so it's also like, you know, being in being in this industry is is, is great, you know, and and being being a martial artist, you know, I, I couldn't, you know, I, th- I I think every child should 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 try the martial arts and they should should have that influence of in the martial arts because you know I still meet people now and they go, oh, I did karate when I was six and I loved it and it did this for me, mm. so everybody has a story from training mm. and everybody has 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 that, that story and you know at some point at some point during um their, their journey in their life the martial arts has been been a, a key a key part of it because it's 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 given them certain principles and certain elements um and i think you know I, I think that's sort of helped me um stay stay motivated and 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 keep pushing and keep going you know for 43 this year You know, I'm not getting any younger. I'll keep pushing. I'll keep going. I'll keep getting up at four o'clock in the morning. I'll keep training five hours a day. You know, and then, you know, if not for me, then it'll be for my son.
0: So that's the way it is. Who is a little superstar already?
1: (laughs) Do you know, I think he's he's like bigger than me. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's like, honestly, it's like as as soon as I meet anyone or if I I go on set and I'm like, oh, your boy. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, <laughs> just, I'm like, Malachi's just stealing the land, like, which is, you know, he's my boy, you know, he's my world, so he can steal whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's you know, he's... I, I think, you know, I, I had a break from martial arts uh, a few years ago from teaching and stuff because uh, I lost an old gym and mm. I, lost, I lost a lot, a lot of money um, uh, through it. And it sort of, like, it disheartened me and I sort of fell out of love. Uh, with the martial arts, but then obviously, as soon as I have my boy, you know, the one thing, one thing in my life that I'm good at, and the one thing that I can do is is, is teach martial arts, and yeah. and 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 it's bring on. So you know, I started up again. I've got a successful club now. Yeah, uh, it's, only a, it's only a small club, but you know, I'm, I'm I'm through the rafters. You know, my key principles are, are teaching children. You know, and for every child that I make better, hopefully they have an an influx on making someone else better around them. And, the way i see
0: it. Um, Absolutely. Now, just looking through your um IMDb and obviously a list of productions you've worked in. There's a there's a v- yep. variety of stuff there from um you know bigger bigger big budget like blockbusters um you know right the way through this scale to to low budget stuff to TV, um all sorts all sorts of stuff in there. And I just wondered if you had a particular a particular favorite role um that you know one that's f- stuck with you fondly over the years
1: yeah I mean um, I, to be honest I've got a film coming out on the 7th of September uh, okay. called Final Score um, if you, uh, the, the movies with uh, Dave Bautista Piers Brosnan yep um, Ray, Ray Stevenson. My nickname is the Punisher as a fighter, and yeah. I got to meet the Punisher. Wow. So you can imagine how much <laughs> I know. You can, uh, you know, I mean, me and Ray have become have become really good friends since. So you can imagine, like for me, I'm like, oh my god, it's the Punisher. <laughs> you know, gonna, like, it was just, it was just an insane moment. Um, but that that comes out on the um, on the seventh of September. Okay. Um, I play uh, a bad guy called Andre, and we're part of these this, uh, this this sort of terrorist group um but i have a I, uh, share a significant scene with mr Dave batista which i'm excited wow. for everyone to see um it's uh yeah it was sort of like it was it was for me it was uh, it was a big you know sort of pinch yourself moment to 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 be there and um and, and, to, and to have that experience and, and and to you know to 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 be to be with mr batista um you know, and after, after we finished, he said some really good things to me. Um, during, during the time that we were there, I won my, well, I won my six world title. I lost, I lost my nan and I, won, I, won, I, I, I dedicated all my grief, if you like. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I put that into training and stuff and I won my six world title and, um, yeah, Mr. Batista rose on my gloves, the toughest man I know. And <laughs> it was just, <laughs> it was just, you know, it was just, a, it was a, for, for such a dark time in my life to, to have. Yeah you know that that that, that sort of shine and light but yeah I'm, I'm dead excited for everyone to see the movie you know it's um you know it's going to be really exciting it was filmed at upton park uh it's sort of die sudden death sort of big action explosive yeah. explosive movies it's you know it's, it's exciting so it, you know that that that, that, that premiere on sky movies cinema um and in the cinemas on the seventh of september Fantastic. Um, and it, there's a yeah, it's 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 exciting. <laughs> it's, it's an exciting. I don't want to say too much about it. No, I understand. It.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
1: But, um, but yeah, you know, and and then other stuff. Um, probably one of one of the most significant things was my my, my second movie was um, a movie called War Inc. Um, with John Cusack again. Yeah. Uh, so that was like uh, John Cusack, Hilary Duff. And I got, I got flew out to Bulgaria and I, I spent a lot of time in Bulgaria with Benny. I got to work with the Bulgarian stunt team, got to, to, to work with Dion and stuff at the time. And, um, obviously they're, they're really highly regarded now that, you know, they've, they've done all the John, John Wick movies and they work quite a lot with the 8711 lads. Yeah. Um, but, but, this, so to sort of, to go from the, the, the first movie in the UK with Mr Cusack, um, and I, I got to work with, um, Samuel L. Jackson and stuff on the first one. And then, Go get flown out to, to Bulgaria and be over in Bulgaria. It was just, it was just, I think, I think that, that, that trip, because it was the first time I'd sort of been abroad to, to do movies and, you know, I was getting to from the set all day and then you sitting with them and eating them. It was just, it was a dead surreal sort of experience. Um, mm. So, yeah, you know, I mean, to, to be honest, every movie you've done, you know, getting to work with Scott Atkins, yeah. you know, I've worked with Scott three times, you know, to me, you know, he, he's the, the, you know, the, the top Western martial arts action star. You know, I don't think yeah. there's anyone that, that comes close to him. And mm. you know, when you look up to these people, and then they become your friends, and you know, you're getting beat up on screen by them and stuff. You know, it's, it, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's just, it is, it's just, it's great. You know, it, it, it is. It's it, it, for for me. It's you know, I, I sit there and it's, it's also like, um, I don't think anyone. I mean, you know, like I said before, I'm a bad geek. I am a bad, bad geek. I'm a bad nerd when it comes to we all are. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, we are. And then to be there, like doing what I was doing, you know, and 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 doing these movies and getting beat up by these people, and you know, it's just it's just surreal, you know. And and then I, th- I think on every film that I've done or every th- every series, I, I've always took something away from it and. Obviously, my experience with meeting people in the industry, you know, I've I've made some really, really good friends, mm. really like good friends who are on my wavelength. And um, I think it's hard. I don't know about you, but it's it, um, how do I say this without sounding really antisocial? No, I am antisocial. <laughs> how do I am? Um, like you know, like because we we sort of we have a vision and we have a desire and yes, stuff. Yes, yes. And our, our like our thing inside us to. So your nine-to-five person working normal. You know, the stuff that, like, my goals and attributions and everything that I want to achieve mm-hmm. is, is slightly... You sort of look at it and, you know, people can sort of make, make think that you're, you're sort of being a little bit big-headed about stuff Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Who do you think he is? And it's just like... But then when you're around people who are like-minded and who have got the same, same goals and the same aspirations and the same drive and stuff, it's just like... And then you're feeding off their energies. So every time I've every time I've been on set, or you know, I, I just love being around like my like-minded people. You know, that's 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 the thing for me. Mm. Um, and I feel most at home doing that stuff. You know, I, I, that's where I, I sort of, you know, it was like when I used to get in the ring. You know, I'm the most happiest when I'm doing that that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now I can empathise with that completely. I mean, I between sort of. The early two thousands up until around late two thousands, you know, I was I was on this full throttle, and you you become sort of tunnel vision, very single single minded, and I didn't really see anything outside of that goal, and uh, and the whole way through that journey, the amount of times I had people tell me, oh no, don't be silly, you know, you 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 can't do that, you know, go get yourself a proper job, don't you know, focus on this, focus on that, and I was that no no no, no. I was so focused on that goal, And, and and then when I got there. It was it was that as I say it was that surreal moment stood on set, you know, with with Corey Young directing and all these other, and I'm oh. like and I'm like, oh. I'm here. This is the this is yeah. the thing. This is you know. Um, now I, for 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 reasons I won't go into during your interview, <laughs> I decided to take it. <laughs> I decided to take time off the following year, um, yeah. and it's only been you know sort of the last year or two that I've been trying to get back into things again but I, I mentioned on a post on Facebook it's a little bit like trying to get back on a treadmill that's already running at full speed and it, yeah. it, I, it's, been, it's, it's taken a massive adjustment in my head to get back to that place again because you've, I've, I've adjusted my social way of being and, and, and everything sort of to normality if that makes sense so yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it is, it's uh, It's very hard for people outside of this, uh, uh, this focus and industry to to understand what it, where you have to put yourself in your in your head, um, and and obviously as you say, maybe I need to start getting up at four in the morning. Maybe that's what I need to do.
1: <laughs> no, don't 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 do it. Don't do it. Once you well, once you start, that's it. It's done. So and then and then the worst thing is is when you need to get up for the toilet break. You get up for the, to- you get up for the toilet break at two o'clock, and then you are and you thinking. Oh shit! I've got two hours until I need to get, <laughs> get 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 back up. So then you get into bed and then you start playing and interacting in your head. I need to get up in two hours. You yeah. need to get up in two hours. So you find it hard. So <laughs> the best thing is I, I don't know. I, I think I, I think I need to like get some kind of bag inserted so I can just sleep through the whole night and enjoy enjoy the five hours. <laughs> you've got but don't, don't, don't be getting up at four o'clock in the morning. It's uh it's not big, and it's not clever, and monsters starts happening. It just ruins everything, though. I'm not just saying this; it ruins everything. So, if I go out on a night out, so say like, uh, you know, I'm with my girlfriend, and we go, we go for something to eat and stuff, and we have a couple of drinks, and you know, we just, we just enjoy, enjoy our evening.
0: Hmm.
1: Say we go to bed at like, I don't know, one a.m., two a.m. Yeah. I'm still getting up at four o'clock.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Because yeah. <laughs> my body just goes ping, and all it is is get sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I'm like, I can't, can't. And after the rest of the day, I'm just shouting. So no, don't do the, don't, don't do the four AM thing and let you off.
0: So, is oh. there, um, is there anybody? Have you got a, a mental list? We, we all have secretly, I think. Um, is there somebody that you've not worked with yet that you'd want to work with? Is there, is there
1: that? Oh, I mean, for for, for me from. You know, from uh, from the martial arts side, the, you know, side of things. You know, you have got the likes of Donnie Yen and Jackie Chan, mm-hmm. and obviously, uh, you know, Jet Li, still around and stuff. And then, you know, uh, Young Wu Ping. You know, you've got them like sort of them people that you look up to. You know, Sammo Hung, yeah, you know, they You know, they were they were my generation of of martial arts action stars. Yeah, so. I've got them. Then I've got the Western action stars. So like she is Arnold, you know, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger and, um, Sylvester Sloan and my idols, you know, th- these are guys, you know, that, you know, I've done a, you know, it, I've done a lot, a of, lot of research into and stuff. And, you know, you know, you, you're talking like in 19, I think it was something like
0: 1974.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger got asked, um, he said, you know, once you retire from bodybuilding, what do you want to do? Bear in mind, this is around about nineteen seventy four. And He said, "I think I'll go into film and then I'll go into politics." That wow. In nineteen seven yeah, that was nineteen seventy four. That's how far ahead he knew what he wanted to do, you know. Wow. And it, it's also like, so, so, I've, you know, I think, you know, to 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 work with them guys and stuff, and then obviously I've got I've got like serious actors, you know. Obviously, mm. like, they're like Robert De Niro's and stuff like that. So I've sort of like I've sort of like got uh, categories of. Of of people uh, on a wish list who who would like to be with, but you know what? I'm just if I'm honest, I'm just I'm just grateful for having the opportunity to be able to do what I do now. Absolutely, yeah. you know, it, it's just sort of you know every time I go on set, I pinch myself. Every time I get a script sent through, I pinch myself. Pinch, pinch you know, it's also like to to have the opportunity and, and to and to you know. To 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 do what I do and, and and then stick it on the big screen and sit there and watch yourself in the cinema and mm. yeah you know I still get freaked out about it so I feel like standing up with a neon chair going that's me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm not not for like not for like a, a like a, like a, you know that that sort of arrogant, e- egotistical thing but really because I'm, I'm inside I'm going, that's me that's me that's I know me. I know, know it's yeah. a, <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's a different type of you know type of sort of sort of, uh, not elegance, you know, I, I just, I, know I, what just you mean. I just think, I just think, you know, uh, my, my wish list, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I, grew up watching Robert De Niro. I think, you know, Robert De Niro is, you know, one of the, the greatest actors of our time. He's just, you know, the, the films that he's done and stuff. Uh, DiCaprio, I'd love to work with DiCaprio. Mm. I think that, you know, DiCaprio is, uh, you know, another, Another thing, but these 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 guys, you know, obviously serious actors as well. I've just seen Mike Mose just being picked for the new Tarantino movie alongside the Captain. Wow, Cap- cool. Yeah, Algarza. That? That's so, amazing. So yeah, it is. So um, so yeah, so you know, you've got you've you've got um, you know, you you you've got these people like you you aspire to. You know, even Tom Hardy. You know, t- Tom Hardy's a class act. Yeah, it, it just Albert. You know, Idris Elba. You know, for, from the, you know, you get the, the, the And then I've got like, I, you know, I love the likes of Paddy Gonstein and um, Johnny Harris. You know, the um, Stephen Graham. You know, I, I like the, you know, the top David Morrissey. You know, I, I got, I got to, to to meet David Morrissey last year. I uh, had a charity football. team, we exchanged numbers and stuff. And uh, um, you know, we talk, we talk quite regular. So mm. it's sort of these these type of people that you saw over the years that you've watched on on, on like british cinema and obviously international cinema and stuff you know do these are, these are all people that i' aspire to work with and yeah. you know'cause every time you, every time you're around them people you know you don't even have to watch them do anything if you sit and speak to them you'll just learn so
0: much absolutely yeah i I think we should get a petition going on facebook for uh Lee Charles and Expendables I think you'd be great in
1: that <laughs> I've already got the tattoo you know have you <laughs> I swear to god I swear to god I'm not you know, when, the first, when the first film came out I was that obsessed it was just like it was the first time i like not like obviously Stallone was with Schwarzenegger and then yeah. you had Lungen you had Willis and so yeah I went out and got a big Expendables tattoo on, on the thumb you could side be, you <laughs>
0: could be in it you could be in it just as yourself you could just be you. <laughs> that'd just be the best thing ever.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Lee Charles as Lee Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no,
0: that'd just be brilliant. It would work. It would yeah. work. I no, well, and I not think so. Just,
1: just, just, just get someone to like punch you in the face or something. So it would yeah. just be
0: constant. Sh- it would just be constant things of them looking at you, trying to figure out what you were saying. That's what it would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> It'd be like.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely, what? Yeah, definitely. So, what? oh, do you, do you know how long that, that that was probably one of the hardest things that I had to I had to learn to do was to sort of tone my accent down because mm. I found when I was when I was first going to London, i I'm obviously working on film sets and stuff. You'd see people like and I I used to think why are people looking at me like that and they sort of like get this like little squinty eye thing and the <laughs> eyebrow would turn and and they'd look at me and then I was like. Ah, it's my voice. Yeah, <laughs> I actually don't know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so yeah. So after a while, it was I sort of like sat there and learned to pronounce my words yeah. longer and I, speak a little bit slower. I and...
0: have this really bad habit of wherever I am, I only have to be there for a few days, and I start picking up. The little inflictions and accents and things—I'm terrible for it. i am yeah. t- really. My, my, my wife hate. My wife hated it when I used to work away a lot. I'd, wherever I went, I'd come back and I'd sort of bring the accent back with me, and it would tra- yeah, yeah. oh, drive her mad. Would, <laughs>
1: yeah. when, when, when I when I first met Rachel, um, I was working on a film where I was playing a Russian. Um, I was working on a film where I was playing a Cockney, and then obviously I. Voice. <laughs> so so when, when I, like we go out drinking. And like I start like just like falling into accents, and she's like, "Are oh, you speaking <laughs> like that?" I'm like, and I'm like, "I'm not speaking like anything." And she's like, "You just started speaking like this cockney accent." I was like. Ah, oh, you're wrong. And then obviously, as the night went on, it become like a little bit more Russian. And yeah. <laughs> so it was just so. But I that, that, that used to happen quite a lot. But obviously, yeah, as, as you, you learn more aircraft, you can learn to switch it off a little bit more.
0: Brilliant. Well, Lee, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, just Thank before we go, is where's the best anybody that's listening now that wants to learn more about you and your work? Where's the best place for them to go?
1: um it's probably just check check me on facebook just give me an ad on facebook yeah. um i am quite i am quite friendly regardless of obviously what what people i just i i sort of just just give give me a shout shout out on facebook i've got an page on facebook and stuff yeah. um check my i m d b page shoot over to i m d b look at some of the films that i've done and stuff you know over I've, I've been quite lucky over the last probably the last ten years to have been involved in over over forty projects yeah. um so yeah so and also, make make sure you check check our final score on the seventh of September. Absolutely, Honestly, it's just uh, it's the uh, the same with me, me and Mr. Batista is, is going to be one to remember. So what, um, I'll, what I'll do but,
0: is I'll uh, I'll have a scout around the internet for some information, and I'll put some links in the show notes so people can go and check that out.
1: Oh, brilliant, brilliant! Thank you very brilliant. much. So thank, thanks for having me, and whoever whoever decides to listen, thanks for listening. You know, <laughs> uh, plenty, yeah, just, plenty, yeah, just yeah, just just. <laughs> Just talk up, up with me uh, through Facebook and Twitter. I've got Facebook, Facebook Twitter, social media, just uh, Instagram, any of, any of them social media outlets, just give, give me a shout.
0: Brilliant. Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today. So thank you to Lee for his time today. A great interview there, I'm sure you'll all agree. Um, Some re- really good insight into his career and uh, his training and, and and how he got to be there. And it just. <laughs> one of those things it just goes to show doesn't it you know how how important it is that we 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 hold on to those dreams that we have and um we don't let as my instructor used to call them dream stealers um take hold and and stop us from getting where we need to be you know the amount of times over the years that i've heard people say to me oh you know don't don't be silly or, that, you know, you can't do that, you know, whatever. Look, guys, I, I'm willing to bet there are even people out there now that think the idea of me doing a podcast is ridiculous. And that's fine, you know, that, that that's cool. You know, you, you, the thing with it is, is you have to remember is you can't, People will always judge. That's just the, the, That's just how we are, you know. I can't stop other people from judging me, so I'm just going to get on with what I'm doing and uh, and forget about what it is that they're judging me on, <laughs> you know. And uh, that's a, that's something that a piece of advice that my good friend Gordon Bircham actually gave me, who I'm actually going to be talking about in a couple of minutes. So um, I actually I actually forgot because of the rush that was yesterday when I was recording the uh, the opening to the show. Two pieces of news for the news section. Um, so the first bit of news, um, a good friend of mine, Mr. Stephen Timpley, a guy I've known for many years, um, really honest guy, um, somebody who, if you're attending one of his courses, you know you are going to get quality, on-point, um, perfect content. Um, he actually runs the Kewap or Kewap, depending on how you want to say it, um, it's a knives and edged weapon awareness. Now, it does various different causes, uh, okay. courses, sorry. Um, and, uh, there are instructor ones and, and other different things. they it's actually got two going on, um, coming up very soon. Uh, the first is at, on the 12th of August, um, in the Midlands, which is uh, a total dojo in Milton Keynes, uh, great facilities there that those guys have. And the second one is on the 19th of August, very close to me, actually, um, at, in Catterick at, uh, uh, the uh, school there run by Mr. Stephen Smith, Progressive Martial Arts. Uh, so um, if you're wanting to learn more about uh, becoming a co-op instructor, um, it, it says on the, the details here, it also includes uh, first on scene, first aid measures, catastrophic bleeding, that sort of thing. Um, if you're wanting to learn some more, the details are in the show notes. Um, and it, it is, And I, you know, from what I've seen over the years, it is, guys, it is really qual- good quality content. And sadly... Um, becoming more and more relevant with, with with the knife attacks and things that are on the increase, so it's, it's definitely one to consider. Um, the next bit of news I have is uh, again, I have just mentioned him actually, uh, Mr. Gordon Bircham. Uh, later on this month, on the twenty eighth of July, is I believe it's at a centre. Yes, it is. Uh, G Force Martial Arts and Fitness in Rugby is going to be holding a charity summer barbecue uh, between the times of ten and two b- two p m. And the 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 event itself is going to be. Uh, raising money for the charity, uh, I believe it's Myton, or is it spelled M-Y-T-O-N, so the Myton Hospice in Rugby, um, and another one of my friends, um, they're going to have a celebrity appearance from uh, Zara Fithian, who, um, shes if you know Zara, she's one of these people, super positive, oh, always doing something. Um, always working, always busy, um, but always smiling. Uh, so yes, yeah, she's going to be there for the day. Um, I'm, those of you that uh, follow her work will probably, uh, if you if you're in the industry, you'll know her from uh, her teaching and uh, her schools. And uh, those of you that are uh, fans of the show that follow us more from the film side of things will know her from many many uh, film appearances. Um, most recently, uh, starring in uh, Doctor Strange. So. Um, this says also on the here that there's... Oh, look. Here we go. Can't go wrong. There's going to be a bouncy castle. Pfft. Can't go wrong with the bouncy castle. So... Uh, but will the grown-ups be allowed on the bouncy castle? That's the thing. Mm. But, yep. There's a barbecue, bouncy castle, tombola, all that sort of. Soak the sensei. That means Gordon himself will be, uh, be getting the sponges thrown at him. That sounds sounds that way, doesn't it? But it's a, it's a free entry. Um, sounds like a good good event uh, on Saturday, the 28th of July. So, um some news for me okay this is a cool one uh, but I say for me it's actually for the show um I uh, for a number of weeks now I've been trying to figure out ways to get people more engaged I say engagement I get a lot of engagement in the form of nice private messages um but they're they're really hard for me to use as as content with the show um and I we quite often will get comments on posts and things which you know i can I can read them and, and and use them, but it's always better if if the content the feedback um, the uh, general content I would suppose is coming f- directly from you guys so what i 've actually got now i 've just installed it today is a plugin on the website that allows you guys to record um, up to ninety seconds of uh, audio. Now, the really good thing about this one is is you can do it directly from your phone. Um, You can also do it from your tablet, your iPad, your PC, as long as there's a microphone on there. Um, You can record up to a 90-second clip, which then emails directly to me, um, which I can then use in the show. Uh, So if you've got feedback on a topic that I've discussed, whether you agree or disagree, it doesn't doesn't matter either way... um, if you have uh, content that you want to involve, so if you have an event going on and you want to talk about it, promote it, get that recording done, send it to me, and then I can edit it into the show directly. And it just makes it, it makes it a little bit little bit better that it's coming from you guys rather than me all the time. Um, so yes, that one is now live. So go have a play. If you don't and the thing with it is, is as well is if you make a mistake it has the option for you to reset it and start it again so you can do it as many times as it takes to get right nobody's going to know you know so um and it, although it's 90 seconds you don't have to use the entire 90 seconds you can you know as long as as long as you need um and if and if you need to talk for longer than 90 seconds that's cool you, can, you know you can split it and then i can actually edit the clips together although don't go nuts okay i don't want you to take up the entire section for the news um so that one is is a cool one so what have we got coming up now i actually mentioned this one in a previous show um i am going to be doing a jackie chan special very soon um as lee was actually saying in his interview earlier on um we you know we are at at the heart of this we are martial arts and and film geeks Um, not all of us but I certainly am, and I know what he is after what he said. Um, And, um, you know, a a big part of why I do what I do now in various different guises is down to the work of Mr. Jackie Chan. And um, more recently, with my involvement with his um, European charity. So what I'm going to try and do is um, tie all those elements together for the next episode um, so that we can, uh, well, let's just say... I've got something cool that I uh, want to announce that is directly involving his charity, um, and I thought it would be really good to work it into a uh, into an episode featuring him. So, when I say featuring him, not actually him on the show, God, that would be good, wouldn't it? Imagine that. But, uh, no, we can keep dreaming. One day, maybe. One day. Uh, so, if you have um, any audio clips you would like to submit for that, you know, if he has influenced you in any way, um, be it training, teaching, your work that you're in just some things that you like if there's a moment in a film that you like in particular um, one of his stunts, one of his fight sequences you know, if anything you want to talk about get those clips to me um, and then I can uh, work those into the show that would be really really cool um, so with that I'm going to thank you all for your time and uh, remember to keep liking, subscribing sharing the love all over social media Twitter, Instagram all of that stuff, it's really appreciated guys, and um, I will see you all, hopefully, if I can get it all tied up and together, hopefully uh, this time next week if not, it might be a two week break show, I don't want it to be but we'll, you know, this is a big one so I do want to get it right, um, you'll just have to keep a listen out uh, and a watch on the, uh, the Facebook feed, so yeah, have a great weekend guys, if you're listening uh, on Thursday or Friday, if not, still have a great weekend anyway, um, and I will speak to you all very soon You're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk.